Go ahead and talk a little bit. We're talking. Hello, I am talking to you. Oh, hey, Can you're you hear in, me in. You guys are in stereo. Ooh, am I the left <laughs> ear or the right ear? I don't know, but this is how it's going to be. Can you tell that I'm licking? No, I can't. Can you feel it? it? I, how is how are we in stereo? That's even more wild. <laughs> I don't even think that, I don't even think that Discord can do that. I mean, you know, it is what it is. All right, so now we need to do something with the clap thing or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So you go to the website time dot is time dot is okay. Clap. I don't know if you can clap. I heard you. I claps. feel like I. I was the only one who who clapped. I clapped. Okay. Ian, did you clap? I said clap. <laughs> All right, we're going to actually clap. Are you holding your microphone? Ian, are you holding your microphone? There's another story we have to tell you, Tyler. He doesn't have a mic stand. He's holding his microphone. Can you go get a sock to at least eliminate plosives? Uh, I have on a t-shirt. A sock is going to more efficiently cover it and be able to be held. I don't care, Tyler. You can, you can, you'll match it up. It'll be fine. I'm not. I, I'm not worried about the matching up at this point. I'm only worried about the plosives. Oh, give yeah, me the, Give me a. Give me a Peter Piper pick the Peppa. <laughs> Peter Piper pick my pickle and put it up your ass. <laughs> All right, I'll go get a sock. This is a disclaimer about your Uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen. Sometimes not. had an intro too and i was like now but that is way better <laughs> <sighs> now i can't use my intro because my you intro can use it next week my well yeah i guess i could but i'd have to think of a different internet <laughs> thing to all right and now there's Did a you, sock over my that finger. that was enough enough amount of time for you to have removed a sock from your foot is this what happened uh, no, I removed the sock from my dick. <laughs> that one's full of lotion, Ian. Yes, your super brand great. new microphone. Well, you know, for the team, guys. It's inside out. My lips are super moist. Mm. So, um, mm. we're doing the show now, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, okay. is this the show? Yeah. Did we're doing... we decide to have a guest today? We have a guest? We have a guest? Um, hold on, let, let me boot him from the call. Nope, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're not uh, in the studio all together at the same time? 
No, unfortunately, we are not. No. I mean, I... I mean there, who is this talking? Really... Tyler, introduce uh, our guest because I have a joke. <clears throat> okay, uh, our guest um, is a lad from down under. Um, he is. Hmm. What to say about this man? Mysterious man, do you, do you have any credits that you'd like us to plug? Uh, um, Outback. <laughs> and I, I sometimes am, you know, uh, an occasional person who likes to call in to a certain podcast. That's Okay, so he, this, uh, our guest today is a renowned caller of uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. And uh, you might know him from this episode of In Rob's Your Uncle. It's, of course, uh, Ian Swick. Yay! Welcome, Ian. It's me. Wait, so, like, we have... So we're just having a, a episode-long recording from Ian calling in on his drive? Yeah, well, you and I both recorded this in post. We wrote a script in order to record around the things that he said and all the breaks that he took. Okay. Yeah, so this is just a call. I can't actually talk to Ian. Oh. Well, I mean, we we can. Well, yeah, because we wrote a We are writing the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, we wrote the script. But, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I can't just – I can't just say, hey, Ian, how's it going? Because he wasn't, like, expecting that. And I'll say, how are you? Oh, that is, is so weird. Don't you remember a... writing this? No, I don't. <laughs> well, and, all right. And and yeah, it's just, it's like a magic telephone that I have in my in my Subaru. Except so, it's Ian. Clear... Oh, go ahead, Ian. Go oh, ahead. Except, except it's clearly not a telephone because of all the issues we've had already today. Just. Yeah, so for some reason your phone seemed to be picking up AM radio frequencies through the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It was it so was doing that. So, so you might be getting a Yeah, you might be getting a uh either a talk show. I couldn't really tell, but I think it might have been a sports talk radio show. Okay. Might get a Cars for Kids ad. Yeah. Um when I was listening when my little recording went off, it was definitely traffic. So it was some sort of Oh of news of on the AM radio. <laughs> okay. It was a what, what was song. traffic like? Uh it was busy uh on the Eden's Expressway. Uh okay. very very backed up. There was a uh, a car pulled over um that had its hazards on. There were people uh, burning alive in that car. It was really great. Oh my. Uh Ian. did they also talk about the amber alert that's out? You know, I drove to Joliet today, and anytime I see an Amber Alert, I always look for it because I want to be the guy. I do too. I like, I did them. too. I was I was praying like I I was like I pray that I'm going to be late to this recording because I find this fucking black Cadillac with the name with the. I got that Amber Alert child. last night. Yeah, it was all the signs on the highway are now about that Amber Alert. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I that's pretty slow on the news. Ian, I yes. have a question for you. I have an answer. Um, are you nervous? Uh, it depends on how nervous I should be. You're bringing a weird energy right now. 
Sorry, sorry. I uh, I'm really I'm studying my uh, thing to make sure that the AM radio station doesn't go back in. But I can get a little bit ridiculous if you want me. You know, to, Ian, you know. I, it it'll be worth it if it even if it does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's if, if we if Rob and I end up talking to AM radio, it'll be all. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw all caution to the wind and just go straight into. A... At this point, Ian screamed very very loud, and it was straight up unsalvageable. I tried to leave it in, but it was not worth it. He screamed, let's go for no reason, and even with the volume turned down to negative 61 decibels, it was still harsh to listen to your welcome. Whoa, the <laughs> intro to Mark Maron's show is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, 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 oh, man. So on our last episode, um, I need to have a follow-up based on a conversation that we had. I know oh. who the winner of the mass singer is. <laughs> oh God! Oh geez. Before, you know, Jenny McCarthy comes into my restaurant. No joke. Comes in what? South Elgin. No joke. What a, do she, you want me to cut that? Do you want me to <laughs> that? Sorry. Just as a side note, do you want me to <laughs> where you actually work? Hey, that's fine. I don't. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's, uh, I it, I've it, I have listened to your phone call that you've already sent, so I don't know how you actually <laughs> feel right now. Hey, you, the fuck out part, but you know, and this part right here, and then <laughs> everything coming after this. I'm going to leave everything in except for where you say <laughs> <laughs> and So, Jenny McCarthy and and Donnie Wahlberg, or? Yeah, Jenny McCarthy and Donnie Wahlberg have both been in my restaurant separately and together. Do they, they have live a- in Elgin? They have, live in St. Charles, which is south of South Elgin. Do they really? Yes, they do. I don't Donnie know Wahlberg as in one of the Wahlbergs? As in New Kids on the Block. Yeah, she's married to Donnie Wahlberg. She's Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. Yeah. You didn't know that, Tyler? I did not. No. But like as in a Wahlberg brother. Mm-hmm. As in brother. As in an owner of the Wahlberg's restaurants. As in as the as one an that's... owner of the Wahlberg's restaurant. Yes. The one, yes. Then there's going to be one in St. Charles or somewhere down there. Geneva, maybe? I don't Is know. There? We're getting a Wahlburgers. Yes, we I are. Gotta say, I, I got to say it's a little bit disappointing. <laughs> I went to one in Vegas, and it's a little bit disappointing. <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, just they, they, they hype up those fries so much. and <laughs> Really? I, they hype Irishman up the fries? Potatoes are everything to me. They I, hype up the, the the when you go to the Wahlburgers, they hype up the fries. They do. I feel like the not whole the thing burgers. Is, it's like a burger joint, so it's, you gotta have good fries with your burger. Otherwise, it's just well, their name's not Wall Fryers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they should have they should have good burg burgers. <laughs> well, they apparently weren't <sighs> good at that. Neither, they're not good at fries either. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a burger joint, so. That's true. I didn't actually go inside. I just got an order of fries and sat outside. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Actually, they're nice guys. All right. So, so anyway, Tyler. So who won? Do you remember my predictions? I said that the peacock was Donny Osmond or or uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I was right. Listen, in I, I both was... was on the podcast and I edited it, and I don't remember anything of that conversation. <laughs> Wow, I, look at you. And I, I um, listened to that podcast. I don't remember shit either. Yeah. It, no, I remember it, it was, was Donny Osmond or Weird Al. No, that was and that Neil was, Patrick what's Harris. Face? That was yeah. for the Peacock. Okay. It was Donny Osmond. Really? Okay. I don't know who that is. Which? That's, uh, that is. 
Uh, Joseph. Yeah. From Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And then the winner was the monster. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I guess CeeLo Green. Mm -hmm. And I was way off. Everyone was way off. None of the judges even guessed who it was. Because you want to know who won? The Masked Singer? Who won? The man from the from the from (laughs) from the Auto Tune app (laughs) himself, T Pain. T Pain, (laughs) really, really, and he he can sing like CeeLo. He sing he sings very good. He's a very good singer. Why was he auto tuning all those years? Who knows? Oh, he's a very good singer. If 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 you auto tune yourself, then at least you know you, you you have. The mystique about your voice because no one actually knows he can sing well. So he can do things like this and then win it. That's that's the whole point. The whole point. Yeah, is that's why it was else. so hard so, to to guess who it was because no one's ever heard T Pain's real voice. Hold on, Ian just implied that T Pain's whole career was a long con because he knew the Masked Singer was coming. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I, I was mean. Saying. I can I can see that. He- okay. Remember, Tyler, this so, is scripted. So T-Pain is, <laughs> T-Pain is a seer. He has foresight into the future. Yes. I mean, don't all people? <laughs> don't all? <laughs> don't all, Tyler? <laughs> I mean, I certainly do. <laughs> Come on, Tyler, don't all? Is, is that true? <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see in the future all the time. How do you think I know when things are so, going to happen? So when T-Pain wrote songs like Buy You a Drink and uh, I'm Sprung and things like – and Booty Work, things like that, he, he was just putting on a facade in order to win The Masked Singer? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, he that's, wanted that's to start his career masking his voice so that when he got his voice masked again on <laughs> – <laughs> the mass singer he could win it and it paid off he won the 10 million dollars it was a trophy it was just a trophy and 10 million dollars a 10 million dollar trophy uh, jesus <laughs> so you guys have any updates in your life Ooh, we neutered my up- cat man this uh, you what i neutered my cat by hand you neutered your cat by hand not your yeah. hand, but the vet's hand. No, no, no. I, no, I, he did it himself. I took him. I took him and I, uh, I chopped off his. Just his, yanked his, him right his off his area. Yep. Did the old rubber band method? Nope. Just straight off. A lot of blood. Not very uh, mm. sanitary. Just good tug. <laughs> That's good. his name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good tug. Rob, good anything? Anything for you? Um. Any updates on my life? Yeah. Mm, let's see. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I caught a Hitman Lee in Pokemon Go the other day. I was pretty excited about that. That's that's cool. <laughs> you want to trade it? Tyler, I have... Um, I don't know if we're going to do it this time, but I do have a get-a-job. I was actually going to... I forgot to ask Ian earlier because of all the technical difficulties... Ian, did you have a specific segment you'd like to be a part of? Is it? I have pretty. I have pretty much something for all of them, and I have a get a job. I mean, I mean, I could, I could be a part of anything. I'd, I'd be. I know, but do you have? Do, do you have a segment that you like 
most and you'd like to do? The, the segment that I... The segment I, he likes most. Do you want to do, the do, one you that he's do a B&E? Part we, I, I, all, I have thought about putting you in the situation of listening to a b and I, I think that'd be wonderful. I like that idea. I like that I idea, like idea that too. too. Let's, let's... Okay. Any other segments? We can do that one easily. Uh... Uh, if see, I need to list out the segments, we can. We can do Get a Job. There's Nunky How. There's, uh, we can do another song. The con is on. I was going to say, we kind of already did the con is on. Uh, I can find a con. <laughs> <laughs> and then not how T-Pain masters voice. Uh, <clears throat> so, I don't know. I like Nunky How. We haven't, you guys haven't done that in, you know, ages. Okay. That's true. We haven't done an Nunky How. So I feel like I, I like Do we want to do a Get a Job, too, or do you have questions? We do have questions. We can, I don't, this is going to be a hard one to judge about how long it's going to be because you and I were recording for a solid some odd minutes before Ian was on. So I'm at 23 minutes right now. (laughs) I am too. I'm at 24. (laughs) You started recording after us. What are you using? (laughs) This is a great time. Doesn't matter. We'll, We'll just keep going until it feels right. Yeah. We can do however many segments, and we can get to all these questions, some of them, whatever. Um, uh, did you want to do your get a job now? Uh, do you yeah, remember she... how you were about to segue into it? No, I didn't have a segue into it. This was my segue into it, was asking I mean, you if we should do it. I mean, Okay, I can... well, so now now we need a new cold cut. A new cold cut? Yeah, turkey, ham. <laughs> Spinach. Um, did he say spinach? I did say spinach. <laughs> spinach is not a cold cut? No, I did say spinach. I okay. do need a new job, though, Rob. Okay. So our first question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, disaster. One for the garbage man. I know that we spent a good a good chunk of an episode talking about how I was looking for jobs and stuff. And I, being in a job that I'm pretty happy in now, I, I, I know that in this world right now, there's a good struggle to find jobs and especially ones that people are happy in. So uncle Rob, would you like to help us get a job? Yes, I do happen to have a job. Do you? That we can, um, that we can look at. So I would love to hear it. I'm going to read the, the ad for the job and then I'm going to go into the pictures. (laughs) Okay, and oh. then you're gonna tell us the Spicy. actual description, the actual title of the job. Um. Well, I mean, you'll figure it out from the okay. from the actual ad. So it's Midwest <clears throat> Midwest regional based out of o- Omaha. Home weekly reset, or <laughs> up to the income with our true over the road. And Northeast dedicated lanes. Our top five drivers made over eighty five thousand in twenty eighteen. Parentheses, and took home their regular home time. Our top twenty five percent made over seventy thousand in twenty eighteen. Did you? <laughs> My house did. Uh, I did not. <laughs> now. So this is for an over-the-road trucker. Obviously. Wait, over-the-road? Yeah, an over-the-road over trucker is is basically a term for 
a long haul off road, a long haul trucker. Okay, someone who someone who travels the whole country. So they um, do the ice roads. They do the ice road trucking. Do they do the sand um, roads? <laughs> they do the sand roads in the desert. Now, here's the reason I brought this job. There's a bunch of pictures. And okay. Whoever <laughs> is it born? Whoever <laughs> put this ad on there is a big fan of old memes. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. our first picture is Boromir from, <laughs> from <laughs> One Lord does of simply the, not truck across the country. Lord of the Rings. And it says, chances that the job offering, the huge sign-on bonus will be a good one. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like, so you're not going to get a big sign-on bonus? I don't know. I really don't know because it's it's bad grammar. It doesn't work with the actual meme. It doesn't say one does not simply become an over the road trucker. Like it's it's not the actual meme. Maybe that is the sign on bonus. Is the memes second meme? It's the picture of Batman slapping Robin. <laughs> and, and Robin says. They offered the highest CPM I've ever saw on Craigslist. And then Batman says, you idiot, you'll be here looking again in 30 days. <laughs> what? I, don't I don't understand it. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, then it's the meme of... The guy who's like pointing to his head, like uh, who's like, mm, yeah, I got it. Like, I don't know if you remember that one. Like he's thinking. Um, trucking companies got you thinking about income per mile instead of the much more important income per year. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and then. <laughs> We've got the meme of the of the guy holding his hand of his girlfriend and the girl in the red dress walking away. <laughs> so it says you for the, the guy and the, the guy. And it says your current company for his girlfriend that he's holding the hand of. And then the girl in the red dress walking away is Greater Omaha Express. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one that makes sense. <laughs> Okay. The next one is the Bobs from Office Space. Perfect. And it says, recruiter training summarized. Truck drivers are stupid. <laughs> Make sure they only focus on CPM. If they ask about your our driver's average yearly income, tell them it's a secret <laughs> and get their focus back on CPM. <laughs> And that was the last one. <laughs> I saw this job and I died. <laughs> Which is an absolute miracle that you clicked on this specific one. Because, like, as somebody who did just a couple months ago go through the process of applying for jobs, if you go on certain, like, 
certain job hunting sites like ZipRecruiter oh, and stuff. It's all drivers. It's, it's all absolutely it's all CDC licensed jobs. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I mean, <laughs> even on like like not even just on Craigslist, but like on Indeed and like Monster. Exactly. Pumps, it's, all it's all truck, truck drivers. Now I don't, <laughs> I don't pretend to fully understand any of what I just read. <laughs> <laughs> I just really had to bring this one to the to the podcast. <laughs> but what do you think? So, so Omaha Express seems like the kind of company that's really, really down on current culture, <laughs> current <laughs> internet culture. Like, yeah. How do like, you think we can get millennials into truck driving jobs? Who? Um, Self-driving trucks. <laughs> Good job, Ian. <laughs> Somebody call Elon. We need self-driving trucks so that the millennials will be on the trucks and texting on their phones while driving the trucks. Yes, texting and driving is a very millennial thing, even though I don't 100% believe that. But <clears throat> we do get blamed for that. <laughs> I mean, I, I do it. I think millennials are are all about they a little bit nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. And so like offering them the opportunity to live in a truck and pee in a truck, do the nasty in a truck. That's that's the lifestyle you're going to live with this, baby. You that's you're going to be you're, you're going to be in this truck all the time. And I, I mean, look, look at the tiny house movement. Like, yeah, that yeah. show is mostly made up of like affluent, rich, uh, yeah, white men who have who, a have a weird hobby. <laughs> who have a weird hobby, or like, it's a weird split of like of people who are rich and well off and just want a house that they can tow behind their car and yeah. go somewhere and go glamping. Yeah. And millennials who got a house for free on a TV show. <laughs> That's true. Well, let's, so let's, think let's, about all those millennials who don't get the TV show. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you if you have a sleeper truck, you definitely you're definitely basically living in a in a tiny home. It's true. But it's like know- a really big home. But you don't get to use all that space that's in the in the trailer. What if we reversed the truck? So we put the tiny home on the bed of the truck and all the cargo in the cab of the truck. <laughs> I think a lot of people would Loving it. it. Yeah. And then he made the truck self driving. Okay. Ooh. So we okay. need to make, so we need to get Tesla in on on, on the trucking industry. Uh, somebody call Elon Musk because I think we just hit gold. 
I I also think we just discovered the the solution to all the truck driving jobs on the job <laughs> websites. So you can find a regular fucking job. <laughs> so cargo in the cab, tiny house on the bed, self driving. So basically, we just have a bunch of people living on the highway with cargo. They're going places. This is like this is like the Snowpiercer like <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Instead of just being on a train track, they're on the highway constantly going. They're passing by other people who are also on self-driving semi-trucks. And that's it's like our new life. It's it's like the just this is a millions this of is people. A, this is an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> I in a way I think yeah, but I think it's also just the way to the future, like. People aren't confident in self-driving cars, but, like, once you see cargo constantly arriving safely, hell yeah, you're going to want to get into a self-driving car. Yeah. I would, tra- train started. I will never trust a self-driving car, only because I like I like driving. I don't yeah. think that – I don't think – self-driving cars – You're going to be the Bruce Willis of the self-driving car generation. Yeah, and the, and the Will Smith of iRobot. Um, of the self-driving car generation, yeah. Because yeah, remember, remember, remember when he always would take control of his car in that yeah. movie? Yeah, he did that, that one time. He did that. Uh, Men in Black. <laughs> he also no in iRobot. They had they had like floating cars, and like... they also had him fighting a blow-up doll dummy in Men in Black. They they That's also true. they also had him. What did Ian say? Was it something that even needed to be caught? Or am I simply chasing the high of this fun new sensor bit? You'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Ian. That was all Ian's intro. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. First question. No. (laughs) Um, So how do we get this? So, yeah, I think. That's how we appeal to the millennials is yeah. you, you got to pitch it as a, as a, a way of life, a way to live. Yeah. I think, I think that that's, that's how we get our scouts to be, to be truck drivers. I also we think tell them that they don't actually have to drive the trucks. I also think another great way to get millennials jobs. And I'm just saying this, instead of building a great big wall, we should build a great big highway that goes right from the West coast to the East coast, like 20 lanes wide. And that's where all the trucks go. That only trucks can be on. Yeah, only trucks to get them off. I think it. I think it would have to be. I think it would have to be a uh, circle, though. Like a big old circle. So when they get to so when when they get to the west coast, they have to turn like they. It just basically does a U turn and they go back the other direction. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. I think you're going to have to have a series of U-turns, though. Otherwise, it's just going to shipments are going to take way longer. Why? Because if they if your destination is in Nebraska and you need to go back to New York, now you need to go all the way to California to then loop around to get back to New York. I mean, but, but it's also... fine. Like the self-driving yeah. cars are like they go like 300 miles an hour. Because yeah. they're on a twenty-lane highway. Oh, I didn't realize this was still a self-driving car. It's still a self-driving truck. Yeah. Okay. Because it's so safe, they're going so fast. So yeah. really, what the job we're trying to get these our scouts is uh, a security officer of a transport vehicle. 
Yeah, so yes. no Vin Diesel's come up in, you know. They're they're a, yeah, exactly. They're a live-in security officer since they're not driving it anymore. They're they need to protect the the goods. cargo. Yeah. They got to make sure that the the shipment of iPhone 20s are getting to the Apple store in Times Square safely. At super and fast then, speeds. At super fast speeds. And that no one no one gets the iPhone 20 before it releases. Because you That's know, on target. Because you know, there's going to be road bandits. Mad <laughs> Max. It's going to be like which are a going mad, to have to be disguised as trucks. Yeah, it's a it, it's a it's a futuristic Mad Max style twenty lane highway, and it's just like the Wild West on that highway. Everyone else in the country lives a normal life, like we're living right now. Well, but if you except- become someone who lives on the highway. It just becomes crazy. What about, the, people, what about the people who live under the highway? The mole people? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm assuming this highway is like a giant bridge from like D.C. to San Francisco. I don't know if those line up at all, but no, I think that it's gonna. It's actually going to. Um, it's actually going to like change with the with the terrain. So, like, when you get to the Rockies, you're basically on like. Like a forty-five degree angle going. (laughs) (laughs) But again, you're going seven hundred miles an hour, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like your rocket ship. Yeah. So let me give you a musk on this. They have a they have like a water pool at the like when you get to the top of the Rockies and like you shoot up. They have like a they have like a pillow for you to fall (laughs) because you're getting there. Yeah. It's it's intense. Yeah. You basically have to have astronaut training to be in one of them. <laughs> well, not only that, but supply of oxygen and all that crap because, like, yeah. you know, going straight up that fast. Yeah. You're going to yep. die. You're going to get the bends. You're going to get blacked out. <laughs> <sighs> and that's how you get that job. And that's how you get that job. Easy. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Cover girl. So, Tyler, do we have questions? We sure do. What? No way. Yeah, because I've been saving them. We got to solve the people's problems. Ian, are you ready to help some people? Yeah, I'd like to answer a couple of questions. Sounds great to me. So our first question comes to us from Sudsy. Hi, Sudsy. Sudsy writes. Hi, Sudsy. I've made a mistake, and I chose to do a GCSE speech on a topic that is not doing very well for me. And now I realize how stupid I am. Please help me stretch out a speech for my graduation class on Shrek. So far, I have donkey. (laughs) Um... So I googled what GCSE is yeah. the general certificate of secondary education. Yes. So this is to this is to teach high school. So a GCSE GCSE is a set of exams taken in England, Wales, Northern Ireland, and other British territories. Oh, uh, it's okay. taken by gotcha. students of fifteen to sixteen. So yes, it's about high school. Okay. And. This guy decided, Sudsy decided, 
to do it in on, his last on class Shrek. before he graduates to just do fuck all and choose to do a speech on Shrek. Props to him. Is it is it is it too late to change? I mean, probably if he's okay. if he's coming to us, it's too late to change. Yep. Yeah. Okay. This is. Hmm. How can you gotta add some layers to it? You know. So just so this like is an onion. so he's trying to make a a a case on why Shrek is good to teach children, teenagers to be exact. Uh, is that what this is? I think this is this person is a student in a GCSE class. And they chose to do a speech on Shrek. Okay. And they do not know what to talk about in their speech about Shrek. I mean, there's a lot of life lessons in Shrek. Seriously. Sure. It's to not judge a book by its cover. Okay. It's that it's that ogres have layers, like an onion. Hey. Or cakes. Or onions. Or, or parfaits. Or onions. It's not. It's that not everything is as it seems. Okay, kind of. You kind of already hitting on the same thing you just said. It's that okay. you should always be wary of the pretty chick because she's ugly on the inside. It's <laughs> a good point, Ian. And always be wary of the short guy because he's an evil little troll. Um, it's true. Do you think like somebody who was writing Trek like? All of a sudden, decided like they they got an STD or something like that, and like oh this I'm gonna make this Fiona character an ogre now, like that like it was supposed to be like a whole thing like the ogre goes saves the princess gets the swamp back that's the end but then it spawned like the DreamWorks you know huge huge debacle but it, the only reason it did is because this guy got an STD from a girl named Fiona and he was like trying to be sweet and stuff and then he just like but then to get back at to get back at the girl that gave him an STD. Right. He was like, I'm going to make her an ogre in my movie. Right, right. He just wanted his swamp back. We did. They just didn't say that he wanted a, a swampy groin. Yeah. From all the from all the excretions and from heat. all the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. From all of the horrendous ogre sex. So how do how do we stretch out a speech about Shrek? Like, what are some nice topics we can hit on? That are going to talk about school we can, friendly. We can talk about diversity. Sure. Okay. Because in that movie, we see an ogre falling in love with a human that he doesn't know that it's an ogre yet. Okay. So a, still not diversity. <laughs> we're we're seeing a donkey how? fall in love with a dragon. Okay. We're seeing how Shrek uh, accepted all the people in his swamp eventually. Did he? Yeah, at the end of the movie. He's like, yeah, let's all go, you know, do that thing and save all the people. And, you know, Fiona's going to marry this bad guy and she doesn't know she's an ogre, so he's going to kill her. So let's all go save her and everybody in the swamp. And, and then, yeah, fun times. Do you guys not remember Shrek? Okay. I, it, it appears that I'm asking the right person this. Yeah. Ian, yeah. it seems that you're the expert on how to stretch out this speech. Yeah, well, you're a Shrek expert. I mean, the, you know. One thing that I so remember I, from Shrek that I always remember thinking was hilarious <laughs> when I was a child <laughs> was when when Shrek said, 
dead girl off the table and pushed <laughs> Sleeping Beauty or Snow White off of his table. <laughs> Whichever one it was. Uh, dead okay. girl off the table. <laughs> so, I mean, we can reminisce all we want, but Rob, we just we just stumbled onto like something that we never have before of having an actual like expert on a topic. I mean, I'm an we, expert we, on a lot of topics, but we yeah, do but we, have a Shrek never hit expert. on any of them. That's true, because you don't let me talk about them. That's true. So, <laughs> but we do have a Shrek expert, and I'm interested. No, no holds barred, Ian. Uh-huh. What is your speech about Shrek? Well, I mean, if I if I were to have a, a speech about Shrek, can we are we are we setting a scene here where you guys are my audience and I'm the the, yep. the Shrek speaker? Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So I'd probably start out with, there have been three great men in this entire world. Uh, The first being George Washington, of course, set up this great country. The second is Benjamin Franklin, you know, invented a whole bunch of great uh, awesome items uh, for us to use in our future and in our past. And uh, the third is Shrek. Shrek (laughs) is an ogre, but also a man. Because ogres usually are ferocious. He has taken his time and his compassion and turned it into something more than just being a ferocious ogre. He is now an ogre man. That's how it started. And then it's like kind of gets fuzzy from there. Like I'd probably go into the fact that, you know, he hung out with a donkey for, you know, a couple of days getting to a castle that smelled like farts and then. He tolerated all this, and then he went over and got the Fiona, Princess Fiona, and they brought her back. And, and did the and, castle excuse, smell excuse like me, farts? Excuse me, Susan. Susan. Uh, it was her name was Fiona. Susan. Susan, I'm talking to you. Yes, this is Susan. Is is he going? Is is part of his speech talking about what he would talk about in his speech? <laughs> mm, I think so. I. I, I don't think, think we he's should, really prepared. I think we should give him a chance. Okay, maybe we'll get into it maybe, later about what maybe his whole speech would be. Maybe it's part of it. Will okay. you let me say my goddamn speech before I bring down the belts? <laughs> As I was saying, then he goes to the castle and picks up Fiona, and she's lovely, and he like kind of like likes her, likes her, but not really. So he like, Susan, I'd just like to say his his hearing is dynamite. Who's hearing? The boy. The, speaker, the boy. The there. speaker. The, spe- oh, right. the speaker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerald. That's it. You each are getting seventeen whips. I don't know what they did back in the old whips. That's what you're getting. Oh is, no! Is he, is, is he the undercover boss? <laughs> I think so. He must be our boss. Sorry, Gerald. So, continue. And so he takes her back. He's, you know, he picks her up and he's bringing her back to the to the to the, the Lord Farquaad, and the dragon attacks him. Anyway, point is, is they all go and attack uh, the 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 Farquaad after he steals Fiona and is about to kill her because he finds out that she's not really human. She's an ogre, and diversity inclusion. Um, everybody's happy, happily ever after until Shrek Two. The end. No. I'm not a Shrek expert, but I think that Shrek 2 is called Shrek 2 Happily Ever After. 
<laughs> do, do you really want to know what Trek 2 is called? Yes. Do you really want to know what Trek 2 is called? Yes. It's called Shrek 2, Get My Foot Out Your Ass, Get Out My House. <laughs> Susan, I hate to point out your, your incorrectness, but it is just called Shrek 2. I feel like there's a Shrek happily ever after, though. It's Shrek ever after, and that is the fourth one, my dear. There's four Shreks! There is Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the third, and Shrek forever after. And then there's the Puss in Boots movie. Uh, there is the spin-off of Puss in Boots. And of course, there is also... Is there a I don't have a too? pun. I was looking for a pun based on Jinji or Donkey, and I don't have one. <laughs> also, can we just say Puss in Boots was way too late of an addition. They should have put Puss in Boots in the first movie. Yeah, Puss in Boots is a good addition to that to that uh, to that franchise. I'm going to say that I've only ever seen Shrek and Shrek Two. I don't know if I've I knew that there was a Shrek Shrek Three, but I don't know if I've ever seen it. You probably have. Maybe. That's the one where, like, they're planning their wedding. I will I will say I have n- definitely never seen Shrek 4. <laughs> I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't even seen the first one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on, guys. Rob's got to pee. <laughs> Me too. Can I hold it Ian, for you? go pee. Oh, okay. Well, I have your attention. You all should know. Rob and Tyler are holding me hostage. Please, please send help. They're holding me hand against my will. My address is at, oh God, they're coming back. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Hey guys. Hi, Ian. Hi. Now you're getting a, now you're getting an inside look at how we record this episode. Oh, I knew that a lot of stuff got cut. considering we're already at like an hour of, and you're not going to use, be able to use half of the shit that we've already talked about. <laughs> Everybody loves me. This is my podcast now. Get out of here. And Ian's your uncle. And Ian's your uncle. But speaking of Ian's segment, I think it's probably time to get into a B and Ian with Ian. B and Ian, B and Ian. I realized I didn't put the theme song in last time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was really upset I, by that. I, I went through all the effort of making the theme song, <laughs> and I didn't use it. Sometimes I you the, don't use it. I haven't it. used the question theme song in a while either. Yeah, sometimes you don't use them. Sometimes you do. I think it really just depends on how much time you have to edit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, this one I have tomorrow. Yes. So yeah. do not... Do not come up with something that I need to make a song for. Okay. Okay. Nothing nothing Link. too fancy. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's listen to your phone call, Ian. Hello, my friend. Hi. I have missed thee. It's been for forever since I have called. I feel as though... You guys don't, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, so, uh, good news, bad news, bad news, good news. Uh, good news is, I'm working like 70 hours a week. Bad news is, is I'm not going to get promoted. 
I shouldn't have said that on the air. You guys can bleep that out if you want. You know, because my job is, you know, kind of important because I need that money to make me, you know, live and shit. Anyway, so I am officially in the market for the new job because I'm saying fuck it because I'm not going to be able to get what I want from this company anymore. Took you long enough. Uh, Bad news, good news, good news, bad news. Uh, You know, it's it's a great day to be alive. I'm pulling into the Culver's parking lot. I am off for work right now. This is a great time to be an American. Uh, yeah. now, now, Ian, that, that's been a theme in your last two phone calls. What? What? That it's great to be an American. Is that is that something that you've embraced in your in your life recently? Well, I'm just like, t- I'm really just tired of being Australian. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> okay, that's fair. All right, let's continue. Yeah, if you guys want to do a new game, you just got to let me know. However, I was going to start ridiculousifying it up right now, so, you know. That's... You've been... <laughs> Having all the back. You've been, you've been giving us low balls, like softballs this whole time? Ones? Yeah, I was, I was, it, was pretty, it was pretty soft the last couple of times I gave it to you, I know. It's uh, it can be a little bit more ridiculous, I think. Just like, okay. just like this guy. Maybe that'll help Rob enjoy this segment. <laughs> I hope so. That that is what it is, and uh, yeah. Also, 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 also. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I'm writing a book. It's a pretty great book. Uh, I'll send you guys a link to the book when it's finished. It's pretty cool. It's the Space Odyssey, like Star Wars, except better. And I know I'm going to go... I'd like to correct you here. Uh, it, Star Wars is a space opera. Yeah, Star I Wars said, is a space opera. I did say space opera, didn't I? I thought I did. You said space you said Odyssey. Space Odyssey. Uh, it's the same thing. It isn't. A lot of flack are saying that, but it's like Star Wars, except better. Okie dokie, then. This week, uh, this week, did you hear, in like 12 weeks, there was a, there was a cannibal who... Ate a horse, a whole horse by himself. It was ridiculous. It was down in Mississippi. It's ridiculous. Okay, bye. Ian, that's not First a cannibal. Off, Ian. Yeah, that's not a cannibal. <laughs> that's why it was ridiculous, guys. <laughs> I think we already did our segment now. <laughs> Unfortunately, he ate a horse. Fortunately, he's not a cannibal. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty, pretty ridiculous, I think. How do we make this a three-player game? We could I'll just do, sit out. No, no, we'll do unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, but also and really. Mediocrely. Like somewhere in between. I'll be the somewhere so, in between since I'm always either really high or really low. Unfortunately, <laughs> the horse was the winner of the Kentucky Derby. Fortunately. You already did yours. He's not a Campbell. <laughs> That's true. And mediocrely, the jockey was still on the horse when he ate him. <laughs> so did the jockey get any eaten too, or was it the jockey that ate him? I mean, jockeys aren't really people, so... <laughs> That's true, they're they're too small. Yep. Yeah, fuck you, jockeys. <laughs> and we're not talking about them disc jockeys, we're talking about them jockey jockeys. Do you think we have any jockeys listening? Yeah, well, we have Tony. Oh, right, he is a DJ. Tony no. is both Tony the Pony, and he is a disc jockey. That's a very masturbatory relationship. 
<laughs> He's lucky he didn't win the Kentucky Derby because then he'd be eaten. Tony the Pony. I think he should start adopting that nickname as like as his radio DJ nickname. Yeah, I think so. Have you? Got, I listened to uh, like after we recorded with him. I did actually tune in for a morning on my way to work, uh-huh. but I didn't. I, I didn't hear like his the beginning of his work. Do you know if he does have like a radio nickname? No, I have no clue. You Ooh, better I've, find out. I've Tony, never Tony. If you I've have never, a nickname, you better tell us. Is, is, I've never listened to his radio show. Tony has a I radio guess show. I, pro- I'm, I guess I probably could. Um, I bet he. I bet there's like a stream of it online that I could tune into while I'm at work. But like, he gets up so early to be on his morning show. <laughs> I don't know if I'll even catch it. I bet I'm still sleeping by the time he's recording for it. I should probably listen to that. I, I liked him. He was kind of cool on the when he was here with the guys and doing the thing. I really need to. I need to close out of my Shrek tab. <sighs> Just flop my dick out on my keyboard here. Why? Did you say your dick was on your keyboard? I just flopped, flopped it out. His, he flopped his dick out onto his keyboard. Dan's and I trying to it. claim Dick King. Yep. <laughs> We need to fucking own this from him, Rob. This is our property. <laughs> All right, well. That's not okay. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to episode four. It's a good episode yeah. and not this one. Yeah, it's, it's great. I listened to it. I think I'm on that one. No, I'm probably not. So when you want to know how to do things, there, there's a place that a lot of the internet turns to, but really the place that you should be turning it to is Unky How. No, the the place you really should be turning to is ARYUsite.com. <laughs> That's true. You should be turning to ARYUsite.com, ARYUcast at gmail.com, or 41399uncle for any questions you have in the world. Bef- before we do, before we do Anki Howe, um, can I, I just need to make a shout out to someone. Um, I have a friend who mm-hmm. is a semi-professional dominatrix. What? what? Like as in like they they do findom? No, they they just they they are big into the world of BDSM. Okay. Okay. And I was talking to her. How does that make money? I was talking to her the other day and I was telling her about um BDSM Nana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was like she was like, "Oh, you should just make a call. Like uh, a shout out, so that if BDSM Nana wants some advice, that that we could get her in contact with my dominatrix friend. So BDSM Nana, or uh, I don't remember the name that we gave that person. I don't either. I barely but, remember the question. But but my friend said that she would teach <laughs> teach that Nana teach Nana teach Nana about BD, BDSM. So. If if that person is still listening, we can we can we have a way to teach your nana what she wants to know. Now when we can, can do. We ha- when can we have this? When can we have this person as a guest? Let's not talk about another guest with a guest on. <laughs> That's tacky, Tyler. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. W- w- I mean, th- is this not in my character to already do this with Ian? <laughs> Ian, you know I love you, right? 
Is he even still on the call? I think he's being quiet because he's he's upset with you. Or his mic is just not working, and we're getting all AM radio right now. (laughs) (laughs) He was gone. Were you fucking gone? (laughs) Were you gone, Ian? I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't not gone. Perfect. <laughs> I really hope you were gone, so you—it's a surprise for you. I hope so too. <laughs> you hope you were gone too. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, Ian, I've really enjoyed having you on. This is the hardest I've laughed on this podcast. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, all right so i don't even know if ian was here for like when i was trying to segue into unky how which is a no, segment that he requested that. so yeah I, um, I heard that part so we're gonna get into some unky how now need to know how to do it ian has decided on not doing unky how <laughs> Ian has decided on the subject of how to break a horse. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The the creatures that I'm allergic to, like deathly allergic to. Yeah, that's that's, that's the the one. Which is why we're going to break them. Okay, we're going to break these horses all day long. Break them. Break them in, break them down. I think there's, it's pretty well known how how you would normally break a horse. And I don't think we really is it. it. I mean, uh, I think like the WikiHow article is pretty boring. It's just gain the trust of your horse, practice safety around your horse, take it one step at a time, never get angry at your horse. Make sure you move your horse horse up real quick. Why breaking a horse is well known knowledge? Yeah, because I don't think so. Because I'm an expert on horse breaking. Are you guys talking about whores or horses? Whores. Whores. What? Breaking your whores. A horse. Now what's a horse? No, breaking your whores. So what you got to do, horses love carrots. Okay. Okay. So when you find a wild... oats, but okay. No, they love carrots, Tyler. Um, Who's the expert here? This is called an Anki Howe. All right, not a not a Tyler Howe. That's something we have not discussed yet, Ian. I, are you an uncle? I am an uncle by uh, step uncle, whatever he makes that. Mm, uh, Ian, you married? I no, I have no. I have, his my dad's step, married. His stepmother's kids, his dad and stepmom's kids. Yeah, have that would kids. be a, a step sibling. Right, but they his also step have siblings. Kids. His step okay, siblings. so then you are a step uncle. Okay, yeah, perfect. We're good. <laughs> the second um, time in history. The second time in history that we've ever had an uncle. What was I saying? Horses uh, love carrots. Yeah. Carrots. So what you got to do is when you find that wild stallion, boom, boom. that spirit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get you got to have your bushel of carrots ready. Mm. 
carrots. Yes. Because here's what you do. Oh, yeah. Give it to you me. jump on that horse's back. Oh, baby. Yeah. Is it bareback or oh, is there a saddle? Bareback. You can't. You can't. You can't break a horse with a oh, saddle. Yeah. They'll they'll never allow you to put that saddle on. They're they're gonna run away. They're skittish. They're scared. Mm-hmm. So you jump on that. You jump on that horse's back. Yeah. And then you just you... keep feeding it carrots. You keep oh. you keep reaching to its mouth and just stuffing oh. carrots in its mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, baby. Until it is so happy oh, that it just happy loves you. Is it? How happy is it, Rob? Very happy. I don't like the tone <laughs> Ian's making. <laughs> uh, I just get so turned on when we talk about horrors. It says, Sorry. <laughs> Step two. <laughs> your, your horse is happy now. It's still not broken in. It's not ready to do tricks. It's not ready to, to gallop on command. No, sir. You got to train it. Yep. So you're you're going you're going out there to the corral every morning, six AM. You're teaching it to trot. You're teaching it to sit, stay, play dead, roll over, speak. Okay? And you use your carrots as treats. And Okay. You you never want to give negative you never want to give negative feedback. Okay, to the horse, because then it'll just it just forgets everything. Yeah. So you never want to spank your horse. <laughs> never spank that horse. Never spank your horse, especially not in public. Um. Because yeah, someone will someone will someone will call Peta on you. Um, Peta. S- step Red. three is you got to take you got to take your horse on walks regularly. You can't ride it yet. Oh, that's very nice. I'd, I'd like got- to take a horse for a rock. Can I just say that real quick? I think it'd be fun to take a horse down the street, just on a walk, like on a leash, like a dog. I believe they call that a lead. Oh. Yeah. You're you're taking your horse on a walk. Just down the... Down, you know, you're getting used to you being around it and moving with it. Because horses are dumb. Okay. So, if you were to try to get on it right now, it would be like, how's this human moving while I'm moving? You have to teach it that humans and horses can move at the same speed. Okay? That's the reason you take it on these walks. And then jogs. And then sprints. You're saying you should run as fast as the horse? Like in the lead? The horse is going to run as fast as you are. Because you've trained it. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, step four, five, <laughs> four, four, this is when you introduce a saddle. You put that saddle on. You get on it. You just sit there, hours on end, day after day, until it's used to you being there. It's going to grow those back muscles, so it's used to having a human on its back. Okay, step seven, (laughs) you finally get to mount your horse Yeah, and you ride them all day long Mm -hmm. off into the sunset 
Yeah. Mount like them. a cowboy. Mount them horses. Like Saving the day. Like like John Wayne. Drew Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> like John Wayne Gacy. No. Hiding the kids in his basement. <laughs> now, Uncle Rob, I don't know. If- I don't know if you somehow miraculously had this pulled up, but like I'm looking at this article here, and here's how it says to break break a whore. It says jump on it bareback, stuff carrots in its mouth. It's very happy. Go to Carol, teach it to speak and be dead. Don't spank your whore. Get used to being around your dumb whore. Introduce saddle. Get whore to get whore used to having you on its back for days on end. Mount whore, ride them all day long. That's pretty accurate. Wow. I believe that's all this the is, steps that you just said. That's the so, first time Unky Howe has got something correct. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying here is I think you might be incorrect, and I think we might have to have another uncle step in. I, oh. I'd, I'd be more than happy to step in and take that. Uh, Take that horde of town, if you know what I mean. Oh, please. Show us how how, how it's done. Okay. Tell us how it's done, Yankee Doodle. Okay, so first thing mm-hmm. you do is you give that horse just... He's going to say <laughs> everything that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> a fistful of carrots. Just give him a fistful of carrots. In its mouth. Just keep shoving them in there over and over and over again until it chokes. And then when it's choking, you save its life by giving it the Heimlich maneuver, but it's really hard to do for a horse, so you need, like, three people to, like, punch it in the stomach over and over and over again. And while it's, while after it's, you know, gotten all the carrots out of its throat... Then it's the Heimlich be... maneuver has a lot to do with the stomach? Yeah, like, you know, getting it out of the stomach. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's a, a horse anatomy is different than human anatomy. Right, 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 right. You they know. breathe through their stomach. <laughs> they breathe through their stomach. Uh, and Uncle actually, Rob, they breathe our, uh, stomach acid. What? Uncle Rob, I, I'm pretty sure we've had this argument on air before. And now there's, this brings up a concern. Are you a horse? Because you've said before that you breathe through your tum-tum. Huh? That was a joke, Tyler. Come on. You've got to know the difference. You're an expert. I can't have you joking on this factual podcast. Right. All facts. All the time. That was that was early Uncle Rob. I was still getting my I was still getting my podcast legs. It's fine. That was like episode twenty seven, still getting podcast legs. Yes. <laughs> ten I'm an, ten I'm an, later, I'm expert. An, I'm an expert now. <laughs> times sorry Ian. continue it's okay so after you punch the crap out of your horse uh you gotta make sure that it gets all the carrots out of its stomach otherwise it's not gonna be saved from choking on its carrots and it's gonna be so thankful after uh you um after it chokes on its carrots and you saved it that it's just gonna let you do whatever you want that's what's gonna happen you could ride that horse all day till till midnight so, your your process seems a lot better 
it's just streamlined. Than mine. You know, yeah, it's a lot more streamlined. It's twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. It's <laughs> you got to keep things going. You know, twenty nineteen. Keep things going. Got to keep it fast. <laughs> it's got to be super. I do. I have another solution. You power bomb the horse, break its spine. Yeah, and then it's and then it's dead. You take you take a baseball bat to its horse knee. Okay, then it's broken. You, can that's I just, it. Can Those I are just, the only ways to break a horse. Can I just say that, like, in all of these situations, I'd be dead in ten minutes. Well, that's not my problem. That's yours. I'm just okay. Saying. Let me let me add one that you're safe in. Okay, hit it with a car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except a little bit of horse standard got in through your engine intake is now inside your cabin. What do you do? What do you do, Rob? What Ro- do you do? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Rob's air conditioning doesn't work. Mm, but it's very heat. true. It's winter. It's heat. What do you oh, do, Rob? Shit. What do you do, Rob? Quick. You have three options. You can take the EpiPen and stab yourself and save your life. Doesn't have but one. But you'll also kill your son who's also allergic to horses. Or you can take the EpiPen and stab your son. Kill yourself, but save your son. Fortunately... this is the situation we're looking for (laughs) yeah i think that i would save my or save my son and and then i would duck and roll out of the truck so you're just gonna let your son crash into the dead horse i mean we have we have already we both have already crashed into the dead horse then why are you ducking and rolling you're just exposing yourself to more horse dander that's true. I mean, I could run. I duck, roll, run. But you can't breathe. You're you're, you're dying of horse dander. Oh, fuck. So I'm dead no matter what? Yep. The point is that you're dead, Rob. I can always make another son. That's true. I, that's That would be my choice. <laughs> Poke them holes. All right, next question, I guess. <laughs> I think my landlady took a shit in my vacuum. <laughs> She's more of a manager. <laughs> She's more of a manager of one of the apartments and not the real landlord. But the real landlord lives far away, so we just call her our landlady. So I've had a time when my landlady walked into my apartment without notice and then threatened to evict us because we had clothes all over the floor. We were sorting and cleaning clothes. Then we started getting calls a few months later that we haven't paid our bills, even though I have proof in my checkbook that I wrote them, even though I looked at my bank statement and there was money taken out. I had to call the real landlord to fix this problem. Then she keeps trying to make us pay late fees just to her in real money, not checks, even though we weren't late. Then, just today, we got out the vacuum to do some cleaning and the wheels had real, in parentheses, what looks like to be human, shit on them. We don't own any animals, and my fiancé and I are the only ones that live here. What the fuck is going on? Uh, don't worry, it was me. It was Ian. Problem yep. solved. Next wow, question. we're really good at, <laughs> at answering these questions today. <laughs> so, I don't believe it was Ian. I don't think it was me either. Why? What? What did they possibly do? So is this this landlady is like trying to scam them. Oh, absolutely! This landlady is taking the advantage of the fact that she's a manager and the actual owner of the property lives far away. 
Do you think she took Damn. a shit in the vacuum? There's cleaner? no boss for her, basically. So that yeah. way she could like catch them. So like, she's just trying to make shit. some extra cash on the side by by saying, "Hey, you need some late fees. Pay this hundred dollars. You have to be. It has to be cash directly to me." Here we are again to get a job. <laughs> Man, we are a service to these. And people. the con is on. Yep. I think. How do we stop this? You need to set. This needs to be like a um, uh, Home Alone style traps set, right? I think so. I love that. You need to. You need to booby trap your apartment because your landlady. You go to work. She's she's coming in. She's taking a look around. Now, the only you, need, my only problem with that is if this landlady's already coming in unannounced, how do you get it so that this landlady's having issues, but she can't relate it to you? She can't say that they set up something so that it was harmful when I came in, which is my right as a landlord. Uh, you okay. you put her shit but in the bucket. Okay. Yeah, you DNA test that fucking shit. Yeah. How do you get her DNA? Because you have the it's shit. It's on the fucking wheel. Because you have to have her consent to get the DNA to test it against the shit. No, 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 no. If it's thrown away, it's free game. Yes, but you, you'll get the DNA sample from the shit, but you can't test it against hers I mean, without you, her consent. You just, you just talk to your cop friend who has a friend in the FBI. I don't you know, know any cops. Everyone knows a cop friend, and they all and every cop friend has a friend in the FBI to uh, to DNA test something. As usual, Ian, I'm looking for a, a, an advice that's realistic. <laughs> here's what we do. Okay. So I'm coming to you, Ian, for realistic advice. So here's what you do: you get a tripwire and you put it in front of your door. You take her shit from the bucket or from the vacuum cleaner and put it in a bucket over the door. And that way, when she comes in and steps over the wire or, you know, trips the wire, her shit is on her head. She can't blame you because it's her shit. So who's they going to say? Oh, you just shit in your head? That, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's Okay, so on. still not testing the DNA? No, no, no. But the if, DNA if sample? Her, if her Rob, continue. We'll get head. to it eventually, I guess. <laughs> okay, here's what we do. If we, we need to, if we're doing a booby trap style, we need to make it seem like they're all just accidents. We can't yes. actually set up booby traps that are clearly a booby trap. So does this person live in the Midwest? Let's hope because it's freezing cold outside. So they put out, they, they pour a bunch of water right in front of their door. They know the ice is there so they can be careful and leave when they're leaving. Their landlady, she slips and falls right outside like and then she's dead. I like that because here's the other thing too. It's the manager's job to de-ice the sidewalks. That's very true. So it's her own fault. Yep. yep. That's a good point, Ian. Yep, yep. And then you use that. You use that. You talk to your real landlord and say, this bitch isn't doing a real job. You got to get her fired. I want her fired. She's she's taking advantage of us. She's not she's not de-icing the, the, the walk outside of it. I, someone could die. Point proven. She died. <laughs> What other traps can we lay in the house that aren't are not, obvious? Aren't obvious. What? Hmm. What if? What if? It depends if you have carpet or not, I guess. But what if, like in the carpet, like you just put a bunch of carpet tacks, like up, 
in the carpet. So that way, when she walks out of the apartment, you see a bottom of her shoes, and she's got a whole bunch of like tacks in the bottom of her shoes. Yeah, but it's her right to go into an apartment that she's she's mm-hmm. renting out. I don't know if it's the is it is it really? I feel like the landlord has the right to do it, but does the manager really have the right to enter someone's apartment? And I also think that like if you are I mean, a landlord, it, it, you need to give notice, right? I think yeah, you usually. I think that might be. I think that's the case in some. I. I, I it think depends it actually on depends lease. on the lease. Yeah, but okay. I think that also depends on some states too. Gotcha. Um. You hmm. could. You could just. Shoot. I'm looking. On her car. Well, they didn't shit on their car. Well, I know, but I mean, she's shitting your vacuum. That's pretty much your car, right? Do you use your vacuum as much as your car? Are you a super cleanly person, Ian? I mean, you I guys am. keep this. You guys keep this going. I gotta pee again. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm like super clean. It's it's Carly who's not. So that then you would hate to use. I, I'm looking at a an article of the the 25 cruelest traps of Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, so you would hate to do the the feather coat in which they they get a bunch of glue on him and cut him with feathers. Well, I mean, if it's not my house, then I don't care. We can do that. That's fine. But it is, but it is your house in the situation. Oh, that it, the, this, it is my house. Landlord... In the, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Okay, we can use memory um, foam. Memory foam. Yeah, as, as opposed to feathers. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because it's it, it's another substitute for a pillow. Is right. that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, and it's not as dirty, you know. Like feathers are like different geese. It's weird. now. How do you feel about spiders? Because another one is the tarantula. No, spiders are fine. Spiders actually eat all the mosquitoes, so you can keep as many spiders around the house as you want. That's true. I, I mean, here in the Midwest, yes, that is true. But I t- don't think that I want tarantulas loose in my house. I mean, they're not poisonous. I mean. If if they're pet tarantulas, they're not. Yeah, but I mean, like, even if they're, like, real live, like, South American in-your-house tarantulas, like, they're not that poisonous. Are they not? I mean, I didn't think so. I thought they were just, like, scary because they're big and, like, they eat birds and stuff. I thought they were poisonous. I mean, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they have some sort of venom. Who has venom? Tarantulas. And Eminem. No, they... I don't think they have any venom. So we were just discussing uh, things that Ian Ian said that he was uh, he was a clean freak, not a clean freak, but he said that he was pretty cleanly, and so he said he wouldn't want to do the. I have an article pulled up here, Rob, of uh, Kevin McAllister's twenty five cruelest prank or traps. Okay, and he said he wouldn't want to do the 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 feather coat of drenching them in glue and feathers. Because that's too messy. He said he was fine with the tarantula, which okay. I wouldn't want in my house. Would you? I mean, tarantulas are pretty harmless, actually. So I think I'd be fine are with they? the tarantula. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not sure if I actually have a arachnophobia, but I don't like spiders. Yeah, tarantulas are pretty. Tar- tarantulas are pretty harmless to humans. Like, I don't think that there's ever been like. I'm sure maybe a tarantula that has bitten a, a human before, but like it's not, it's not like it's not deadly to humans. Yeah, they're they're pretty okay. smart too. They don't want to waste their venom on something that's bigger than them because they won't be able to eat it. Yeah. Okay. These things are all something that wouldn't happen naturally. That's true. That wouldn't be the the apartment manager's fault. So what are, th- what are things that you call your landlord for that maybe we could fake? 
like a hot water heater exploding. That's true. You do that. We can like, call them over to check the hot water heater, but rig explosives inside of it. Yep. Again, ending in a fatality. So that we, you could, you could say, I think we might have some shingles missing. And then another Home Alone prank would be the slippery ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. You put a bunch of grease on that ladder. Yeah. I like that. And but then, what if they bring their own ladder? You just grease the roof. You grease the roof. Uh, what if you have a broken window and uh, you need that replaced, but you, you, you replace the window, you want the window replaced with knives? <laughs> Wait. Hold. You want the window replaced with knives? Yeah, with knives. What, Ian, what's the difference between knives and a bunch of broken glass? Knives uh, are designed to cut broken glass uh, cuts by default. So you uh, broken want... glass cuts by default? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cuts like just naturally. Like it's it's not designed. And you're saying to that cut. knives knives are not designed to cut? No, I'm saying knives are designed to cut. And broken glass is not designed to cut; it just happens to cut. So, if you want to cut, you know, if you want to cut a bitch, you got to get a knife. You don't want to get broken glass. Broken glass is like is like it's like cruel, you know. It's like you get broken glass in a wound; it like stays there for like twenty years, and then you die because like the broken glass went to your heart, and it's like that. You get a so knife. So, what you're saying is that the window breaks. You, well, you ask your landlord to replace it with knives. Yeah. I don't, I don't see what the problem is. So far, you've, you've seen to follow the logic. How is this making... How is this... How is this getting back at the landlord? Oh, because the landlady, the landlady, I'm assuming, is a very old person and very frail. So, like, she's shaking a lot when she's putting the knives in your window and uh, cuts herself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also don't know if you have liberty to request a certain window as a tenant of an apartment. <laughs> Hey guys, I wasn't sure how to ask this exactly, but I have a pet lovebird at home. I'm going to be living in an apartment with three other roommates next year. And if you're not already aware, lovebirds are loud. I was wondering if there was any way I could theoretically soundproof my bedroom where I'll keep the bird. I looked into foam sound absorber thingies that producers use, but I'm not entirely sure that would work. What do? I so, really don't think the actual question here is. So, so they want to theoretically soundproof. Theoretically soundproof or make it so roommates can't hear the bird or make the, the sound of the bird more pleasing. Yeah, but <sighs> theoretically to me says she doesn't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's just saying, in theory, this should make it quiet. <laughs> I mean, that's true. In theory, it should. Okay. One, one thing that I found really helps me with all my bird problems is just to throw the birds away. Okay. I mean, we are we are on the podcast with Rob, which is mainly the reason I included this question. <clears throat> yeah, we can't throw birds away. Because Rob's birds. A, a bird lover. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I, I don't. I don't really give a shit about birds, but Rob's, Rob Rob's a big Rob's a big bird guy. Um, Rob's really, a big bird guy. Really, the the Rob's on Sesame the, Street. The thing the thing about birds is 
they are loud, but your roommates will get used to it. Like, it'll just become white noise to them where, like, people will come over. They're like, oh, don't you – don't doesn't that noise bother you? And it's like, what noise? <laughs> I used to live with seven parrots. <laughs> I I slept over at Rob's house a few times. And, I mean, it, as somebody who wasn't there regularly, no, I wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to just at 3 in the morning hearing, hot dog. Hot dog, <laughs> or the sound of Rob's mother sneezing. But I assume as you live there longer, you do get used to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually. I mean, it can't be. I don't. I guess because from a young age, I've had birds with me. Like I don't think that it probably takes that long to get used to the bird noises, but. I don't know. I think that theoretically what you need to do is you just need to create a air quotes device. I'll put it in here in in post. But Rob, do you know what sound a lovebird makes? I think that a lovebird is it ends up just being like a like a lot of tweets they're not like they're not they're not a type of parrot so they don't make squawking noises so i think it's just a lot of loud tweets can i okay can can i can i make an attempt to make a lovebird noise real quick you absolutely of can of course you can okay because uh, when i think of a lovebird i, I think of i think of like i was really I was really expecting him to start making orgasm noises. Well, I already did that once in the podcast. I can do it again if you want. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, and as I said, I was hoping for a T-Pain song. <laughs> I, I don't have any fancy sound equipment as we already established earlier in the... Here's what I was saying. You create a device. Mm-hmm. In air quotes. This the device, device or... The what device is air quotes... Air quotes that you create a device. Okay. It's, it's an air this device, device. This device dampens the sound of birds. <laughs> Theoretically, oh, it should work. I, I see. <laughs> I see. See, now I, I, I thought you were going in a different direction, which I think could also work. And that I thought you were going to say a device in that you. You don't tell your roommates that you're going to have a bird. You have a white noise machine that you just always have to have on of nature noises. Okay. Specifically lovebirds. And, and so whenever they hear a bird noise, since I, I don't think the average person knows the sound of a lovebird, you you, you just you find a... Oh, it's just, like, my, it's a, just my white noise machine. Exactly. It's just my... It's just my Enya soundscapes, right? So you're gonna you're gonna find a Spotify playlist with Enya and nature noises in a 24 hour format, mm-hmm. and then just whenever your bird makes a noise, oh, that's just part of the soundscape. Mm-hmm. That sounds great to me. Problem solved. I'm just saving the I'm just saving the world over here, theoretically. 
Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> Heroically, but theoretically. Hello, Uncle Rob, Tyler. Hi. Uh, and I guess me. And guest in parentheses, which isn't actually there. I need some advice. I recently started a new job and was asked out by one of the employees to dinner. I thought nothing of it as she was not my superior and I thought it might be a good idea to get to know the people I would work with well. Well, that's a weird we way out. to, to, get, know, to yeah. get to know the people you work with. That is. Well, that's the way we I get went to out, know we went out for but we went out for a drink and <laughs> one turned into two and so on and so on. Next thing you know, she is inviting herself up to my apartment and to use the it. bathroom. Which I, I said yes and I offered her a glass of water. I come to my room to find her half naked on the bed and asking me to join her. Is this a form of catfishing? In parentheses. A work dinner turning into a real dinner. I don't know. Well, into... naturally I shagged her rotten twice. <laughs> oh, good for you. I mean, what is a scout to do? Moving forward a bit, we go on a couple more dates and have a great time. But I come to find out that she is seeing another guy in the office. Well, I'm not mad, naturally a little upset, but we never said it was exclusive. I confronted her about it, and she said it was serious between the other guy and her, and that it was over for us. Fine, no problem, I guess. Dot, dot, dot. And that's the end of the question. There's no more of this question that was submitted to us. I don't know what the issue is. The fact that, you know... This is... Question asker, this is like I get I get the impulse to do what you did, but like I wouldn't like <laughs> you saying I want to get to know my coworkers. I'm gonna fuck them. Like <laughs> that's that's what I do. But that's that's you don't want to be like Ian. I mean, reading. <laughs> I don't know if I did a poor job of inter of reading the question, but reading it in my mind doesn't sound like they intended to go on this on this quote-unquote date they intended to go to dinner and then fuck their co-worker that's not how i interpreted it he said he said she asked him out on a date no he said he said i recently started a new job and one of the other employees invited me to dinner Uh, oh yeah that's that's not a sexy time date that's just Uh, like a but then they got drunk and had sex blame it on the alcohol yeah um, yeah, I don't know what the question is. I think that you've just got to, you just got to enjoy the fact that you had sex and that's it. Right. Move it on. Moving on. Next so coworker. The, to the next employee. <laughs> Play the Ian game. Play the Ian game. Yep. The, the, so, the Ian game is next coworker. No, Fuck. So there was. I, I, the only people I've dated were people who have worked at my place of business. Yeah. And they're both redheads. So if you're a redhead and you're in the... Uh, go ahead the food this. service industry. The food service industry. <laughs> the Australian hit. food service industry. <laughs> and you can come on and hit me up. Harley won't mind. I'd like to thank Eleven Acorn Lane for the use of this. <laughs> Perfect. And Josh was the last go for our album artwork. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can give us a call at 41399-UNCLE. You can email us at aryucast at gmail.com, or you can go to our website at aryusite.com. 
I am at the Rob Bullock on Twitter. I am at Tyler underscore Church. I know Ian is on Twitter if he actually wants followers. Oh, oh, Ian, I'm, do you know your handle on Twitter? I am at Ian Folkman Swick, I think. Yes, you are. And I think that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it. Is that is that it? Thank everybody. That's the smoothest I've ever done the outro. (laughs) Well, except you also forgot to thank Josh for all the other cool artwork he did. Oh, that that wasn't that was one more thing. I mean, now now it's kind of a waste of time because everybody has tuned out by this point. But some I thought of a cool segment that I'll bring up on the next episode that I think could really be fun for both you and I, Rob, and for the listeners as well. And uh, so I was thinking. Because I, I had been tossing around, because we kind of did it last week, of, of, of a a word-generated segment. Yeah. Like a random like, word-generated segment. Like, and yeah. then I thought... Like sour yes. apples. Yes. So, and then I thought, okay, so maybe we, maybe we could do that with segments. And then I realized podcast listeners are... Is dominated by a creative community. Uh-huh. I'd like, to, I'd like to invite the listeners... To create a logo, create a song, create a something, and we will base, we will create a segment around whatever you send us. Create Ooh, an artwork, create a theme, like a, a jingle or an intro for a, a segment, and we will make a segment around it. Yeah, and then just send those things into ARYUcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we, you unfortunately won't be able to do it through the website, so you, you can... Um, We'll come up with a, a segment name and we'll create a hashtag for it on the next episode, maybe. But and we'll sing a song, and you can just email it to me. <laughs> so you can either email it to our 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 email at aryucast.com, aryucast.com, or you can tag us on Twitter or find our Facebook page, um, or any of those things, and you can send it to us that way. And we will create a segment around your creation. Tyler! We're going to Candy Mountain, Tyler! Tyler! Candy Mountain, Tyler! (laughs) Was this your intro that you didn't get to use? No, that's our outro. But is that the intro you didn't get to use? Yes. (laughs) (laughs)